The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Square. They have the tools to help you get back to business. Check them out by visiting square.com. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Monday the 22nd of June. In your Squiz today, Victoria's rise in COVID-19 cases, a stabbing attack in the UK, the high cost of online scams, and the Kurt Cobain touch. This is your Squiz today. Starting in Victoria today, where the government has announced it will extend its state of emergency for at least four more weeks and ramp up its police enforcement of lockdown rules after a spike in COVID-19 cases, they recorded 116 new cases in the last week, which was up from 35 the week before. That uptick has been linked to transmission amongst family members. They're getting together in homes and they're not observing social distancing. Also, a very high-profile case from the weekend is Conor McKenna. He is an Irishman and he plays for the Essendon Football Club. He's been confirmed to have COVID-19. And now the AFL is holding its breath Mm. about what happens next. Now they have an infected player. Starting from today means that home gatherings will be limited from 10 to just 5 people and outdoor gatherings are restricted from 20 to 10. Is it likely that other states will have to adjust in light of what's happening in Victoria? This is the big question and now Federal Deputy Chief Medical Officer Nick Coatsworth yesterday said that it shouldn't mean much because this is a localised spike. He was urging uh, states not to move necessarily in light of what was happening in Victoria. But when you talk to people who are in those states, they're very concerned about that spike and they're certainly worried when it comes to lifting border bans. And that's what the West Australian Premier uh, and also looking into Queensland are saying that they might put that under review now. So it's one to watch this week. When we then look globally, according to the World Health Organization, there are 150,000 new cases recorded on Saturday, which makes it the highest single day rise in new cases since the pandemic began. This coronavirus really isn't letting us go. And as you say, it's in fact getting worse. When you look at Brazil, it's become the second country in the world to surpass one million cases of coronavirus, a very concerning development there. And then looking at the other high profile place from the weekend, the US, uh, President Donald Trump's big rally was uh, a lot empty when Mm. it came to crowds on the weekend. He says it's because the media ramped up fears around coronavirus and it spread and they stayed away. Uh, It seems though reports overnight say some mischievous TikTokers might have got on and snapped up all the tickets and blocked Mm. them from people from attending. But that's a whole other story. (laughs) Teens and technology. If you're interested in that one, find more details in the Squiz today. Over to the UK and a 25-year-old man has been arrested after stabbing several people. Three people were killed and three more seriously injured. What's known so far? It was a summer's evening in a park in Reading. Locals were out enjoying each other's company. There had been a Black Lives Matters protest in that park earlier, so it was fairly crowded. But what apparently has happened and what police are investigating is now a terror-linked attack. The man has been described as an asylum seeker from Libya who had been in the UK for a while. He came to the attention of authorities last year, but they had cleared him, uh, and now it's a whole other case. UK's Prime Minister Boris Johnson has said if there is any changes they need to make to their laws to stop something like this happening again, they won't hesitate to make those changes. 
It's been a few weeks now since China passed a controversial new security law for Hong Kong. Following on, reports say that China is now setting up an office in Hong Kong to gather intelligence and handle crimes against national security. This is something critics say interferes with Hong Kong's autonomy. And we're back to the argument that has been discussed quite a bit in the last few weeks about China's reach into Hong Kong to limit the freedoms that they enjoy there. And I've been looking at the news almost every day waiting to see big widespread protests in Hong Kong but they haven't happened Mm. and what locals there are saying is that there is now a higher risk of arrest and there's also some really serious repercussions if they are arrested uh, given the new environment so uh, it's something that the world is certainly keeping a close eye on in fact at the end of last week the European Union said that it would take China to the International Court of Justice in The Hague if the law was imposed. Plenty more to come on that one. Back home now and a new report out from the Consumer Watchdog says that online scams have cost Australians around $2.5 billion over the last decade. And that's a figure that's very likely to be understated because as many as one in three scams go unreported. What they say is that it's becoming increasingly difficult for people to really work out who is contacting them and whether they're official like the tax office or Centrelink or uh, a business and whether it's genuine because of the sophistication of these operations. This, of course, comes on top of news at the end of last week from Prime Minister Scott Morrison that Australia is being targeted by a sophisticated state-based actor really looking at getting into our government departments, our service providers and our companies. It's a good reminder for anyone online to take steps to protect their data and also be careful about what personal information you give out. A message now from our podcast partner, Square. You know that little white credit card reader you've seen at the markets or in your local coffee shop? That's Square. But there's so much more than that. And across this week, we'll be telling you more about how Square can help your business adapt to the online world so that you can get back to business. And if you just can't wait and want to know more now, go to square.com. Of course, I'll put that link into your episode notes as well. Back to the US, and as anti-racism demonstrations continue, companies are making public pledges of change to help address racism. Some companies are announcing rebrands of logos and branding that hold racist references or contain cultural sensitivities. And that has happened with the Eskimo Pie. They're looking at retiring that name by the end of the year, that, of course, chocolate covered ice cream has been around for a very long time and it's long been subject to uh, campaigners activism looking to remove that uh, iconic Eskimo character on its packaging. Uh, It's a reference they say uh, to racist non-native colonizers who settled in the Arctic and they've long wanted it to be gone. It joins other brands such as Uncle Ben's Rice and Mrs. Butterworth's Syrup as they review depictions of African Americans on their packaging. And finally, it was Australian entrepreneur Peter Friedman, who owns Rode Microphones, who dug very deep for a bit of music memorabilia over the weekend. He paid a record figure for a guitar of Kurt Cobain's. 8.8 million Aussie dollars. (laughs) It was expected to go for about $2 million and it's absolutely smashed the record for uh, a piece of memorabilia like that. It was the guitar that Kurt Cobain used during his 1993 MTV unplugged performance so really quite an iconic piece of music history that one 
And you're a big Prince fan. You didn't sneak in a bid for his guitar. <laughs> yeah, I'd have all of about $5 for that. <laughs> his Blue Angel Cloud 2 guitar, which is a, a bright, stunning blue guitar with a swirly thing, uh, it went for $825,000, which is a relative bargain, bargain compared to Kurt yeah. Cobain's. <laughs> Claire, what's the song lyric you have for us today? Well, I've gone for a Nirvana song and from that iconic performance, it was a song that wasn't really that well known uh, until that performance. And it's um, from About a Girl um, and the lyric is, I need an easy friend, which I think we all do as we start a new week. (laughs) Yeah, it is Monday. Speaking of Mondays, if there are teachers and parents out there getting their kids ready for the week ahead, give our Squeeze It Kids podcast a try. It's age appropriate news delivered with positivity and humor for kids aged between 8 and 12 i'll put that link in your episode notes have a good one and we'll talk to you tomorrow the squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed sign up at the this week our podcast is brought to you by aware super as one of australia's largest profit for member super funds they have a range of helpful tools like their my retirement planner which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy to understand plan of how to get there and better still it's free for all read the pds and tmd at aware.com.au 